Hello and welcome to the Gambler Bet Builder podcast. I'm Selected Bet and I'm delighted to be joined by Grant Heaney, who is otherwise known as Slipstips, for a brand new Gambler podcast where the focus will be on bet builders. How's it going, Grant? I'm good, thanks. Great to be back on the pod- podcast. Hope you're well. Yeah, I'm very well. It's good to hear your voice on the podcast again, and this is something new that we're going to try. I you know, hope to get you back on the podcast sooner rather than later. It's taken a wee bit longer than we would have liked, but um, we were just having a chat, and we think that you've been having a lot of success on the bet builders recently, and that might be something worthwhile sharing with the people to the Gambler podcasts. Yeah, it's been going really well on the, the Mr Fixit site with the bet builders um, the last few weeks or so, so yeah. Here's hoping we can carry that on in the podcast. Yeah, we were chatting just before we started recording the podcast there about bet builders and how you tend to tackle them and you never go for, you know, Hail Mary bet builders, yeah. you know, it's not 5, 10, 20 to 1 shots. You generally just keep it slow, steady, uh, a couple of options on it, but usually around about the even money mark and you're finding that's the way to be successful using these bet builders. Yeah, that's the way I like to approach the bet builder. I don't get me wrong, I do like the odds sort of Hollywood bet builder, a wee bit of loose change on, uh, on those. We all do, we all do. Yeah, from time <laughs> to time, but yeah, more often than not, I like to try and um, get a, a good winner at a decent price. And you had one tonight, uh, the AC Milan game you were saying? Yeah, nice winner on the AC Milan game, landed fairly comfortably, I think it was two AC Milan goals and 20 plus Sparta Prague booking points, I think that was five to six. So yeah, I think that landed within the first hour, so yeah. That was a nice wee um, early evening winner in the Europa League. Yep, and that was a request, I bet, with Skybet, that one? Yeah, it was in the, the request, I bet, market. I think it went off at 45, but I put it on, on the Mr Fix at site at 5 to 6. Yeah, so I think when people talk about bet builders, they generally kind of default to thinking that it's bet 365, but I don't think there's a bookie now that doesn't offer some kind of build-your-own-bet type offering. Um Skybet obviously have their request a bet. I was mentioning to you that I quite like the Bet Victor one as well. Where do you find yourself kind of gravitating towards? Um, bet three six five tends to be the, the go to one, but yeah, I'll sometimes keep an eye on this Skybet request a bet market, and and from time to time I quite like the the William Hill one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be a bit earlier in getting some of the markets up, so sometimes that can be my, my go to if they've maybe ahead of the other bookies. Yeah, I think that's the kind of frustration a wee bit with the bet builders is, is that they're sometimes quite slow to be priced up. Um, this week being a case in point where you would maybe normally look at some of the Bundesliga stuff, some of the Serie A stuff, but there just isn't the markets priced up as we're recording this on Thursday evening. Yeah, you've got the sort of standard options for the bet builder, but I like to try and get some bookings and corners um, added in. So, yeah, sometimes it's, you just have to sort of sit tight and wait for those to maybe and be put up maybe a day before the game. So, yeah, maybe keep an eye out for those on the, on the Mr Fix-It site. Yeah, so, as I say, we would we, we may well look at those leagues in future podcasts, but this week it just so happens that we're going to focus on the Premier League in England and you've got three games lined up for us to have a look at with three good-looking bet builders in those. Um, we were talking pre-podcast about the Premier League and it's been a right topsy-turvy start to the season and it's not really settled into any kind of pattern just yet um, and the top of that table's got a real kind of 1980s feel about it <laughs> <laughs> with the two Merseyside teams um, 
first and second at the moment. Uh, what's your views on the, the early weeks in the Premier League so far? Yeah, it's been a crazy opening six weeks or so. I had those that sort of, I think it was back-to-back weeks where there was a flurry of goals, settled down yeah. a bit again last weekend. But I think just given the nature of the, the season, um, fixtures coming thick and fast for most teams, um, with the midweek fixtures as well, it's just, yeah, it's going to be a season like no other. Yeah. It is indeed both on and off the park, by looks at it. Um, so we've got three games we're going to have a look at. They all just happen to be on Sunday this week. Um, I think most of the fixtures on Sunday this week with teams playing in the Europa League and uh, all live on TV in some description. So the first game is at lunchtime and it's uh, Aston Villa v Southampton. Obviously Villa have made a great start to the season. Um, I don't imagine uh, they would... And they're with the streams of thought they would be where they are uh, at the moment in the table. They're sitting on, is it 12 points? Yeah. Yeah, 12 points. Right, yeah. They're opening five games, just one defeat. Um, they had that ridiculous 7-2-1 over Liverpool. Uh, the freak result of all freak results, I think. Um, and they look in fairly good shape for the visit of Southampton on Sunday. Yeah, as you say, they've had a really strong start to the season. Um, most notably that crazy 7-2 win over Liverpool but I think they're one of the teams that maybe benefited from the enforced break earlier on this year I think Dean Smith um, sort of tightened up his side after that and they obviously beat the drop and he's made some really nice signings in my opinion Um, really sort of strengthened the the team quite well they did lose in their first game of the season last weekend um, 3-0 at home to, to Leeds but Overall, I don't think they can complain with the start that they've had. Southampton, they started the season with two straight defeats, but they've bounced back really well and find themselves on a a four-game unbeaten run at the moment. They were really impressive last weekend when they brought Everton's unbeaten start to an end. I think this could be quite a similar game to Villa's game against Leeds last weekend. Southampton are quite similar in terms of their style of play. They like to play with that high press and, and their games do quite often be sort of entertaining matches so I'm expecting more of the same this weekend. In terms of the bet builder um, for this game, the combination that I like the look of is over one match goal, over five match corners and both teams to collect at least one card. Mm-hmm. History does show that it does tend to be um, quite a goal laden fixture. Both teams have found the back of the net in five of the last six encounters. In terms of sort of recent um, statistics, Southampton, they've scored at least two goals in their last three matches. I think they've hit 10 across their last five, so scoring quite freely at the moment. Villa, they have had a good start to the season, but they have conceded five goals in their last two home games. So, yeah, more than happy to back at least um, two match goals in this game, I think. There's a lot of good players um, between both sides, like Sir Jack Grealish, Danny Ings, amongst others. So I think this could be quite um, an entertaining game. In terms of adding in the the bookings and the corners, um, Villa are currently second in the disciplinary standings. It's quite early in the season, but they have racked up a fair few cards already. And they are averaging, um, their matches are averaging 10 corners per game. So more than happy to back um, over five corners in this one. Um, just looking in, into it a bit further as well, um, looked back at last season's fixtures and this bet, bet builder would have um, landed in both games. And it's also worth noting that it would have um, also paid out in 
each of Southampton's last three matches. So, yeah, more than happy to um, have a play on that one at four to five on Sunday. Yeah, I think the kind of three touch points that you have on the bet builder, the goals, the cards, the corners, all kind of stack up. As you say, there's a Seems to be a, an abundance of potential goal scorers across both sides. Watkins looks like a good sign for Villa, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been a really good addition. Um, I think he had the hat trick against Liverpool. Just looks a real handful up front. Um, really good work rate and a good eye for goal. So yeah, he looks a really good signing. I think Ross Barkley is a, a brilliant signing for Aston Villa as well. Yeah, yeah, he's weighed in with a couple of goals as well already this season. Um, and as you say on the card count table, um, Villa two point six per match uh, makes them second in that table I was going to ask actually if generally have cards been relatively low this season yeah I think they've been generally quite low Um, maybe your standard two or three I don't know off the top of my head it's not been sort of card crazy but you tend to find there's at least a couple of cards in each game which is um, so I'm happy to back both teams to pick up at least one in this game I think this could be quite a an open game and end to end, so yeah, plenty of potential for some fouls, I think, in this game. Yeah, I was just looking at the, the card table overall, and there's still a couple of teams that are have had fewer than one card per game, which I find quite remarkable at this stage of the season. Wolves averaging just 0.67 per game, which uh, kind of suggests to me that maybe the cards aren't being dished out quite as frequently as as they, they previously were in the Premier League. Um, and just switching to corners market, yep. Yeah, more than happy to take over five uh, match corners on the basis that Villa themselves average 5.6 corners per match so um, you know Villa could cover that part of the bet on their own if yeah, they, I think, they keep up their average I think with the match corners you're not asking for too much you might be asking for a bit more if you're sort of focusing in on one team but yeah when you're you're looking for over five I think yeah more often than not that, that's going to um, yeah, land. land yeah yeah Okay, so just in summary then, the bet in this one is a bet builder. It's over one match goal, so two or more match goals. Eh, both teams to have a card, yeah. um, at least one card, and over five match corners, so six plus corners in the game, and that's four to five at bet three, six, five. Yeah, that, that's the one. Okay, next up on Sunday is Everton's visit to Newcastle, and much like Aston Villa, I, I dare say Everton can't quite believe the, the position that they found themselves in. Fortunately, suffered their first defeat uh, last weekend, but Carlo Ancelotti has made a huge impact since arriving at Goodison Park, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had a massive influence on Everton and their improvement. As you said, really uh, made some shrewd signings in the summer to sort of um, beef up the midfield. Um, they did um, lose their first game last week, as you mentioned, but... I think it was just a, a bad day at the office and Southampton played really well on the day as well. Um, but they do remain top of the table after six rounds of fixtures, so I don't think they can have too much complaints about the start of the season. Uh, and they'll be desperate to bounce back on Sunday um, at Newcastle. Yeah, and Newcastle themselves, not much more that I can say than an average start. Two wins, two draws, two defeats, uh, scored, ten, uh, scored eight, lost ten currently find themselves in 14th position. I guess the highlight is probably that win at West Ham uh, back in September. Yeah, as you say, a bit of a, a mixed start. Um, that was probably their sort of best result of the season. That was on the opening weekend, I think. Um, yeah, they're one of those teams, yeah, they it's kind of 
they've they rode their luck away at Spurs and got the point and it was the same last weekend against Wills. They just hang in there and they, they can be quite hard to beat. But on the other hand, they have had a couple of heavy defeats at home. So, yeah, you just don't really know what Newcastle are going to turn up yeah. from time to time. Yeah, but you think it's uh, Everton's game to win or to not lose on Sunday? Yeah, I'm expecting a response from Everton. I'm mindful that they're going to be without quite a few key players um, for this game, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to back them to avoid defeat when it comes to the, the bet builder. Um, so the, the bet builder for this one is Everton double chance over zero Everton goals and both teams to receive over zero cards. Newcastle have not kept a clean sheet since that opening win against um, West Ham, so it's no clean sheet in five. And I quite often think of Newcastle as a team that are quite they're associated with games that might be quite dull. But when you actually look at the stats, um, the last six games at home have all gone over two and a half goals. The problem they have is that they've conceded at least two goals in it in five of those games. Um, mm. Everton. They do have quite a good record at St James's Park. I think they've won three of their last four. And I haven't seen a bit of Newcastle this season. I do find that they maybe struggle a bit more against teams who will take the game to them. Mm. And I fancy Everton to, to score here. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's had a, a brilliant start to the season. Um, yeah. And I just think if Everton can get at least one goal, that um, they, they can take at least a point from, from this game. In terms of the, the cards angle from this um, particular game, referee is Stuart Atwell, who's one of the better refs for, for cards in the Premier League. He's, I think he's dished out 19 cards in the three games he's taken charge of, so 6.3 a game. I appreciate that's a really small sample at this stage of the season, but um, he did average four cards at a game last season. So happy to back both teams to pick up at least one card in this game. I do think it will be quite a, a closely fought encounter. So, yeah, happy to to see um, both teams pick up at least one card. But, um, yeah, going to get Everton on side with the, the double chance and at one, one Everton goal. And, again, that um, all combined pays four to five. Yeah, Stuart Apple's currently top of that uh, referee stats table um, with his, his card count. And I guess Everton will probably be popular on Akers this weekend. They're trading about 19 to 20 at the moment there'll be plenty of people tempted in by that price just on the straight one yeah i think that will um tempt a few people it wouldn't tempt me enough um just again a bit mindful of the the suspensions and the injuries i think both fullbacks um, are out i think richarlison is suspended but i still think they have enough to at least um take something out of this game hence why i'm going for the the safer option of double chance with the bet builder yeah, I think as you say, you just don't know what Newcastle's going to turn up on the day either, do you? Yeah, exactly that. A bit unpredictable. Yeah. Okay, so the bet builder is over zero Everton goals, Everton double chance, and both teams to pick up at least one card in the game, and that pays four to five at Bet365. Yeah, that's right. Okay, last but not least on Sunday is uh, Spurs v Brighton. Spurs have been beaten tonight by Antwerp, so I guess the argument here is that we're hoping to see a reaction from Spurs. Um, It's been a bit of a a strange season so far for Spurs. Um, Some fantastic results. They find themselves, uh, they're currently fifth in the table. Um, They've lost, but they've also drop points to West Ham and Newcastle in games that they would probably expect to win at home. 
Yeah, um, it has been a bit of a, a strange season. Um, and tonight, the Europa League showed that again. Just when you thought they were starting to build a bit of momentum, they, they, they go and lose in the Europa League. I appreciate they, um, Mourinho made changes tonight. but Yeah, I think yeah. they made 10 changes or something like that. And I kind of don't have much sympathy for managers when they do that, if I'm being honest. But I understand the reasons for doing it. But I think it... I don't like to see it personally. I think kind of devalues the competition. I think you know, obviously, sometimes they get it wrong, like tonight, and uh, just me being me, I quite like to see them getting it wrong from time to time. Yeah, and I think Josie wasn't happy. I think he made four subs at half time, so um, clearly not happy with what he's seen yeah, yeah. In, in the first half. Um, I'm not going to let that sort of put me off too much in terms of um, their game against um, Brighton this weekend. But as you say, they have been a bit um, sort of. Difficult to trust, if you will. Um, there's been quite, uh, there's been a few whistles of Tottenham title talk, but they've actually not won a home game um, so far this season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if they won't, if, if they've got any sort of title ambitions, they'll need to uh, address their home form. Um, they um, do have a really strong squad. Mourinho has put together a really strong team there. Um, they do look a, a different proposition in terms of the strength and depth that they have. Um, but then again, tonight they made all those changes and it didn't pay off for them. But I think Mourinho will be hurting. I think Spurs will be almost certainly at full strength on Sunday. Um, domestically, they are undefeated in 11 of their last 12 league games. So they have been quietly going about their business quite well um, in terms of um, Premier League form. As for Brighton, they've turned in some decent performances this season. Um, they're Possession-based style of play does earn them quite a lot of plaudits, but it's just one win in six so far, um, and just the one clean sheet um, as well. So, yeah, they are one of these teams that, yeah, they great to watch, but they maybe don't um, sort of get the results to go with it. Um, sorry. Sorry, on you go. Yeah, um, and I just think... When they come up against the better teams in the league, their sort of defensive issues tend to get exposed. I think um, you conceded four away at Everton, three at home to Chelsea, and Man United this season. Um, yeah. So I fancy Spurs to score a couple of goals um, against them on Sunday, um, and that ties in with the the bet builder for this game. The, the one I'm looking at here is over one Spurs goal. And over zero Brighton cards, and that pays five to six with bet three six five. Yeah, I don't think tonight's the feat will do your bet any harm whatsoever. Um, I can imagine Josie will be like a bear with a sore head tonight, um, and he'll expect some kind of performance from the, the 11 that he puts out. And also, he will be desperate to get that first win at home. You know, I think if, as you say, going four games without a win at home. Uh, for any side it's not ideal but for a team with the, the ambition that Spurs and Jose have then that's just not acceptable really so I think Spurs I was surprised to see them as big as 8-13 to 13 to win this to be honest um, but I think that's a, a, a very good way to get one side with them is to take them at 5-6 to six on that bet builder Yeah they are the top scorers in the league and yeah Mourinho teams over the year you do sort of tend to associate that um really strong home form with so I think he'll be really as you say desperate to to put that right starting Sunday and yeah tonight's result will maybe um, just make that bet builder a wee bit more appealing yeah. um, Okay can you just give us a wee recap then of the three bet builders for Sunday Yeah of course 
three bet builders all with bet three six five. Um, first up, Aston Villa v Southampton. The bet builder for this one is over one match goal, over five match corners, and both teams to collect at least one card. That pays four to five. Second bet builder is from Newcastle Everton, where I'm combining Everton double chance over zero Everton goals and both teams to receive over zero cards. And the final bet builder is from the Spurs Brighton match where I'm backing Tottenham to score over one goal and Brighton to receive over zero cards at five to six. Good stuff. Now I have to confess that I already have my fiver on the treble. Um, it pays 4.94 to one at the moment with Bet365. So I dare say there'll be a few people who are quite interested in combining all three together to put a nice little treble together for the weekend. So yeah, good luck with those, Grant, and uh, hopefully my fiver returns my near 30 quid <laughs> over yeah, the glad, weekend. Glad you've done the maths for me on that one. I hadn't prepared <laughs> that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay, so that's us for this podcast. If you've enjoyed this new feature, then let us know on Twitter at Gambler Tips. And of course, you can follow Grant on Twitter at Slips Tips. That's his handle there. Um, you can also catch his regular match previews and daily tips on the Mr. Fixit's tips.co.uk website, and they are well worth reading. Don't miss our other Gambler podcast this week. Uh, I chatted with Greg and David from Pine Bovril all about all things Scottish football on a regular Gambler podcast and uh, that's now available and this week's Norwegian podcast and the brilliant weekend preview from the Wheel of Betting team will be available on Friday so don't miss those Grant thank you very much for joining me tonight fingers crossed for your bet builders and uh, hope you have a great weekend yeah thanks for having me and with all the bets this weekend cheers <laughs>